Are we here? I go. Oh, there it goes. It's going. It's going? You good? Just pause for you a second. You good, fam? Okay. Fantastic. Hey, buddy. Hi. I missed you. I miss you too. How are you doing? Good. I, I'm doing much better today. It, this week was pretty rough. We'll get into it. But it was pretty rough what, this week. What happened? Tell me. I, I mean, I know a little bit from your Instagram stories, but please yeah. tell me. Well, should we introduce ourselves first? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I, I'll get right into I, it. But. I once saw this meme and it just said, in order to be loved, we must submit to the mortifying fear of being known. And this is me telling you, audience, about me so that you may know me and that I may release myself from my cocoon of terror. I'm Haley and I'm your spinster. I am Gretchen. I am your Sam. Um, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound as cool as a spinster, I have to say, Sam. It just doesn't roll off the I tongue mean, as well. But it's okay. I think it's it I sounds am. cool. You gotta, you gotta make it cool. Yeah, you're Sam. Like, now that sounds really. That like, sounds worse. Gen Z, Gen Z kids are making clowns cool again. Mm. The Make America Clowns Again. Um, <laughs> the Gen Z motto, uh, and it's just you gotta make Sam cool. Which you're on your way. I yeah. do you watch um there's like this BuzzFeed woman I don't remember her name but her mm. thing is world her thing is that she's the world okayest mom I can't remember her name for the life of me um, I feel like I would her, like her I have to look that up okay I'll have to look it up but I'll I'll watch uh those videos and she she did a thing where she did an experiment where for like a whole week she was an Instagram mom so like she hired a photographer to like take professional pictures of her and her family and like one thing that she noticed about like uh, Instagram moms or like trendy millennial moms is like they always they wear like flat um, like animal felt black hats. Yep. And they wear t-shirts that allude to like witches. Like it'll say like where are my witches at and yeah. it's like or it's like wine o'clock kind of t-shirts. I feel like mommy wine culture is very much a baby boomer or a gen x thing and like slowly millennials are receding from that but it's still kind of there yeah like if on the flip side of that i saw at target like a t-shirt that said like tacos and tequila and i was like well yes but um uh, uh, that's but funny also... yeah i know exactly what she means i follow a lot of uh a lot of uh instagram moms yeah they're my instagram <laughs> but, friends <laughs> but the most popular the most the what was funny was like the most popular one photo that she had the one that got like the most likes was um it had nothing to do with children had nothing to do with her spouse nothing necessarily to do with being a mom it just was like her saying like oh you know sometimes I sit back and you know when life is hectic I sit back and I relax and I just enjoy the company of my crystals and she's just standing there with like some fancy rocks in her hands <laughs> and that was her most popular so so uh, I uh, I know that we were both raised in an environment that discouraged uh, the occult and the mm-hmm. the supernatural at least the supernatural outside the realms of Catholicism. But I mean, God created rocks, Gretchen. Maybe just get some rocks and ordain them Christian rocks, and then like just take pictures for your Instagram of you with some and shiny, fancy rocks. I say I should. I mean, they're. If anything, they're just going to be good decor, you know. But there's, like, that little part of me is, like, 
Are these legit? No. No. Are they, though? But no. Anytime I go into a store and it, there's – I, this is L.A. Um, and uh, anytime I go into a store that advertises that the rocks are supercharged with something yeah. or they, they're magically potent or they have vibes or energy, I'm like, this is just a rock. This is literally it's a just rock. a rock. <laughs> I like it's a rock. SpongeBob. Oh, the but pioneers I, okay. used to ride these babies for miles. <laughs> I can't say too much because I do have a Himalayan salt lamp in my house, and I mean, that's aesthetic. There's a there's a fine line between I think this rock is magic and it can yeah. fix I mean, my problems. The between... salt lamp's supposed to be able to like clear the you know clean the air blah blah blah. But um, my kids do wear amber necklaces. Which technically is not a rock. It's like a sap from trees. So I believe more in that than the rock. Okay. Yeah. So like, like I don't. Know, I don't know where that line like, is. You know. I mean, if you feel bad, like I've been making fun of you and just absolutely like dogging you for the last uh, two minutes, like no. I'm not gonna apologize. <laughs> I stand by. What I, I don't said. feel offended, so no. Nope. Yeah, I haven't even. Okay. I, but, um, I believe more <laughs> – I I will tease you still for a sap rock necklace, yeah. but you've not as my, much as I would. You've met my husband, right? Like Yes. Everything I do. I, I, I was a bridesmaid in your wedding, so yes, I'm yeah, pretty like, sure I met your husband. Everything I do, it's like, yeah, you can, you can do that, but I'm still going to make fun of you for it. <laughs> like, that's my life. <laughs> Me like I tell him, like we should take Eliana off of dairy because she's getting rashes. All right, but I'm gonna make fun of you for it. <laughs> okay, I <laughs> you know, something like that. Like you know, you just, I you think don't it's have I don't have a lot in common with Kyle, but I think that is mm-hmm. one of the things that we yeah. have in common, <laughs> and that we have some solidarity <laughs> over that. But uh, yeah, what we have that. more in common is that we love you both very much. Oh, you guys are the sweetest. You probably more than him. Thank you. <laughs> me and me and Kyle wake up every morning and we have a big, big frosty glass of we love Gretchen Mills juice. So. Aw, yum. Um, I don't know why I said yum. But it tastes like oat milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can it be like oat milk that had um, like Lucky Charms in it for a while? Sure. Actually, no, it can't because you know why? There's a lot of milk bar. There's a lot of milk bar and like 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 ice creams here in LA that are made with like a cereal milk base, and I hate them. Really? They're gross. They uh, don't taste good, and they're too salty. Uh, and that's I'm just disappointing. like, it's bad. Like, mm. anyway, okay. I'm okay. not gonna, I'm not gonna go uh, into it. I I'm take it back. Just this. oat milk. Then it's fine. I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm gonna get into oat milk. Oh, okay. Um, do we want to get into our since we last talked? Like it's been sure it's a been long time. <laughs> Christmas. You had your birthday. You had your son's yeah. birthday. You had Jesus's birthday. Mm-hmm. Had I an- no. When did we last? Just talk? a non nonstop rager. I had my anniversary um, somewhere in there too. You had your anniversary. Yes. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> Sorry. So we had a new year. Celebration. I knew you. Actually, I mean, we were asleep. I don't care. I probably care more about your birthday than I do uh, the new year. The fact that the yeah. Earth managed to circumnavigate this, the rotation of the sun. 
Yeah, um, I never did much for New Year's. 20, like, never have. It's 2020, Gretchen. It is a new year, new you, newbies. How are you reinventing yourself this year? What uh, What's a goal? What's a Who are you going to become? Whose body will you steal? Um. Well, my sister and I... Who, Whose name will you? Who? What? What person will you trick into giving them your their true name so that you can assume their identity? Oh wow, that's a lot. Well, hmm, hmm. I'm gonna become an Instagram mom. That's what I'm gonna do. Do it. Year. <laughs> I mean, okay. So here's something I saw. You you're being sponsored by. You have two sponsors. For oh yeah, your, that is what I'm doing this year. I f- I feel like your your Instagram is equal parts an Instagram a momstagram and a runstagram. Yeah, they're yeah. just running all the time. Um, um. So tell me about your sponsors. You're you're like. So like, I'm. I feel like I dream of fame, and yet you are the one who is actually like <laughs> getting sponsored by people. They 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 call it an ambassador program, but I get I will get a few pairs of shoes and stuff, blah blah blah. But I don't know if I'm even supposed to disclaim that right now. But um, I it's for I will, what I will go go look at the fine print of whatever contract I know, you signed I like and just then read back. it last night, and I was like, I think I can come back to me. And I signed then, it, so. If oh. not, I will edit. I will edit this segment out. I don't really mind too much because I love their products. So, yeah. Anyway, um, the the shoe company is called Ultra. It's a zero drop shoe, so that means the heel to the toe is completely flat. Which a lot of people don't know that their shoes, like the heels, raise a little bit. Maybe you do because um, you can usually tell by looking at the shoe. Anyway, it's a really good shoe. It's the only shoe I can run in right now. Just my body looks it. My feet like it. And the shoe I've had for a long time. Um, and so I decided to apply to be an ambassador for them. And so now I am. So Ultra. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. A-L-T-R-A Ultra is the shoe company. I'm also an ambassador for a company called um, Honey Stinger. And they have like nutrition um, products like gummies. Um, they're like energy chews and... Uh, like granola bars and these um, honey. Oh shoot, where are they call they call them like honeycomb waffles. They call them waffles. Um, and there's like a special name for it. I feel like the cookies like from Holland or something. I can't remember what the special type, but those are really good. Anyway, not sponsored by them. I don't, they don't sponsor this podcast at all. That's just what I do in my. Oh no. Yeah. I, we yeah no we are not sponsored. If you want no. to sponsor us, yes. If you want to sponsor for our, for our yeah, audience of probably of probably fifteen people yeah. total. The um, funny story for the honey stingers. I went to midnight mass for Christmas and totally mm-hmm. ate one of those before I went to mass because I was falling asleep and so I had, took like an energy running energy fuel <laughs> for mass. <laughs> I mean, especially for a midnight mass, you do need that energy. Yeah, it was bad. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Up, down, kneel, stand, sit, up again. Um, Um, That's really really cool. Congratulations on all your ambassadorships. Thanks. Um, But, yeah, what did you do for Christmas? Um, Well, I work at a theme park, and the kind of the motto of working in a theme park is – you work when pe- people play. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'm i on my break right now. Uh, I oh. did not get a break during 
the last couple weeks because we've been doing overtime, uh, trying to get stuff out in the park and uh, just on that grind. But now uh, they cut hours after the holidays. If you ever want to visit a theme park, the best time to visit a theme park is right after the new year. And basically, the months of January and February are your friends. Go Mm -hmm. to theme parks then. Don't go in the summer. Don't go during spring break. Don't go during Christmas. Go in the off-season in February. Um, Because then there's going to be no lines. It'll be really nice and not super stressful. My my roommate downloaded Disney Plus, and I've been enjoying some of that. Um, And I've been watching The Mandalorian. I finally – I know what this baby Yoda is all about. I know. I still need uh, to watch it. I haven't had time. Kyle's watching it right now, but okay. I need to watch it still. So anyway, but that baby Yoda is cute. I've seen him everywhere. I've seen the memes. I've heard tell of the one that yeah. called baby Yoda. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've done nothing. My, uh, you got me a cute little, uh, fun- uh, not a Funko Pop, but like a vinyl figures of Greg and Wirt from Over the Garden Wall, which yeah. is my favorite consumable media that has ever existed um i got you a a, a gluten dairy-free cookbook yes i don't remember it, i was like it hit all your bases I yes don't know it was perfect i didn't know something like that existed yeah it said vegan gluten-free which is exactly what i am my diet Yay. is and yeah it's perfect and then she got me a um little oven mitt yes oven mitt that says hot hot vegetarian action and i love it <laughs> Oh, uh, have you been yeah. able to bake anything in it yet? I haven't tried it yet, just because we got home sun last Sunday, and we've been sick all week, so I haven't really. Oh no! Yeah, made anything yet? Oh yeah, but I so can't yeah, launch into why your week was miserable. Uh, so, uh, it started off. So we got back from. Uh, we went to Colorado over the New Year's, which we do with Kyle's family a lot. Um, they lead like a youth group out there. Um, so we go with them and go skiing, yada, yada. And we get home sat- last Saturday, get back to our house, home as in we got to like Sturgis. And then we came home, home Sunday. And then Monday morning, my kids got sick, which we took a bus full of 30 30- there's 30 of us, you know, all high schoolers. Uh, it was a mess. Um, so we kind of were asking for it, getting sick. <laughs> you know, we, our bus got a flat tire on the way home. So we sat, we had like literally sit on the floor in a gas station for three hours. So we were just asking for some sort of sickness and disease. And uh, so Monday morning, I did a, this is so like first world problems and people are probably going to laugh at me, but I ordered my groceries at Sam's Club. <laughs> I went to go get them. This is the second time it's happened though. And I told them my sisters, so they're probably listening to this, like giggling or rolling their eyes at me. I get there and it's supposed to be, be able to pick up between like 10 and 11 and it's 11 o'clock. I said, because I've been sitting there for a while. It's 11 o'clock. So I had to go in, see what's going on. They'll, they hadn't even started my order. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And right before I went in, Eliana had, like, spit up a little bit on herself, but she was eating something. So I thought she just kind of, like, gagged because she does that a little bit here and there because she'll put too much in her mouth. Um, nice, like a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so cool. She actually did it this morning. She stuffed, like, a huge piece of pancake in her mouth and then gagged and spit into my hand. It was great. Um, 
(laughs) (laughs) And anyway, so I get back to the car because they're going to finish my order. I was like, okay, I'm just going to wait in the car because I have the kids. While I'm waiting, Eliana full-blown pukes on herself over my seat. I, like, call Kyle in tears. I'm like, what do I do? My groceries are almost done, I think. They should have been done, like, an hour ago. And Eliana puked over over herself. I was just, like, exhausted from our trip. (laughs) Kids are puking. Anyway, finally get my groceries, get home. And we, Eliana, though, she was really sick for about, gosh, she just started feeling, like, 100% yesterday. No. Yeah, probably Thursday, Thursday evening. She was close to 100%. Anyway, so she gets sick for, you know, all week. Oh, my gosh. And then Azariah ended up getting sick, too. Luckily, Kyle and I never got sick. I kind of felt funky a few days, but it was just, yeah, it's been a long week of lots of puking and, yeah, other bodily functions. That sounds so much fun. It's really fun. I mean, I think I think what the best outcome of that is is you took pictures of your children like lying on the ground just <laughs> oh in gosh. diapers, being miserable, <laughs> and posted Eliana. them on social media yeah. for other people to laugh at. Which that's the gift that keeps on giving. Oh my that's, gosh, you know, that's it, she would- <laughs> when your children are suffering and miserable, and you expend that suffering for the entertainment of others. You really, you know, yeah. best mom of the year award. I really, it really, yeah, it was a proud moment for myself. I really thought I, I <laughs> was really crushing this mom it's, thing. <laughs> it was. I feel like uh, other momstagrams would not post something like that. So no. I like yours. I. <laughs> I will subscribe and and donate to your Patreon. Thanks, thanks. So to get quality pictures, I was of your tracking them. I felt bad for them, but it was pretty. It was really funny. Like Eliana was without a shirt on, just a diaper on, going into different rooms and crawling up into like a little ball, like in random rooms, because she just did not want to function. Just delirious, having yeah. a, having a little bit of a yellow wallpaper uh, moment, just completely yeah. out of her mind. Poor girl. Oh, poor yeah. Eliana. She's okay she, now. They're on the mend. Yes, they are like back to normal. We went to a museum today, like a fun interactive museum, and they had fun. Oh, that's so cool. We're just you know exposing them to more germs, but hopefully they're. Immune I'm sure they. I'm now. sure the minimum wage employee wipes that place place sure, down sure, with sure, sure. sink water every <laughs> couple of hours. But was fun. So some exciting news. When we started this podcast, we wanted it to be an advice podcast and ask you all to write us asking us for advice, which absolutely zero people have done <laughs> like no one so did. far in uh, our our lengthy uh, six episode run, seven episode. I don't know. Um, yeah. Except for now. So Gretchen, you want to pop that email open? Yeah, I got it right here. Buddy. Okay, do we uh, eh. I'm thinking we just go down the list? Yeah, so okay. so this individual wrote us multiple questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person uh who is named Fiona has written us a multitude of questions. Some of them, you know, f- full disclosure, uh this is a person that I know and they've put in context that you the listener probably would not understand. I feel so, like some of them I don't understand. Like I was like, "What?" Anyway, so, so we'll hopefully we'll cross you those bridges when yeah. we get there. Okay, so thank you, Fiona, for writing us. Um, yes, first thank question: you, 
Should I go to college? This is kind of. This is a very vague and loaded yeah. question. Should I feel like, you yeah, go to college? I feel like I need more information. I feel like there's a lot of things I, that go into this. Like it depends on what do you want to do. So, yeah. So I guess let's keep that vague. Should should if you were approached, think of a think of a youth in your life, or not necessarily a youth, a twenty something, thirty mm-hmm. something, forty something. Should I go to college? If uh, should you? I guess you do definitely need more information. Uh, mm-hmm. for that. Uh, but I think, I guess in my own experience, um, I lately, when I do talk to kind of Gen Z youths, I've started instead of saying like, oh, are you going to college or where are you going to college or have you applied to college? I've started keeping the question more open-ended. And if they're like in late high school, it might be like, oh, do you know what you would like to do mm-hmm. after yeah. you're done with high school? Or I say like, or I keep it super vague. I just say, do you have any exciting plans coming up? Because then that keeps it pretty wide open to, you know, maybe they're going to do study abroad. Maybe they're going to do um, volunteer work. Maybe they're going to do just a gap year. Um, And sometimes I'll specify that where I'll just be like, you know, do you think you'll go to college or are you going to take a gap year? And I find more and more, I would say like half the Gen Z kids that I've asked that question, about half of them are doing gap years because they're not sure if they want to go to college or if they want to make that financial investment. Um, Yeah. They'd rather just stay at home and work, Um, which more power to them because – having gone to a a specialized art college and then now trying to enter the work field, I meet so many people who um, got into the field I want to get into um, because they either, some of them went to a specialized art school, some of them just learned on their own though, Mm -hmm. or they were doing something before and then just through nepotism or uh, just because they knew somebody got into a certain industry. So you know, I think of all the people I know who got a degree and then did something completely different. And I'm just like, should you go to college? Eh, it really, I think uh, there's a lot of factors there. Yeah, actually, yeah, I agree with you on like everything on that. Um, I think if you don't know what you want to do, yeah, taking that gap year is huge. Um, A lot of it comes down to your financial. Like for me, I paid for my college. Well, take that back. My husband in the end paid for like the remainder of it. Um, but like I had to pay my way through it as far as like working, housing, all that. So that's, that's really, really stressful if you're doing that yourself. Um, so being smart about like, okay, kind of your plan, like take your time. Yeah. You don't, I wish I'd written that down. There was something I read about, um, just like learning people. There are so many different types of people and they learn so much differently. Like you don't, even have to graduate college in four years like you can take your time um you know if you want to if you want to play a little bit of a gamble play get a little risky you can just lie and say you went to college on your yes. resume because wow. nobody's gonna look look that that's up true. to make sure it's Gosh, true that's gutsy absolutely but yes. none but and that's, then that's another thing risk. too is like i know some people who don't go to college and ha- are very successful owning a business and everything so it's it just depends on you and your personality and the effort you're going to put into and what you want to do. It just all depends. I don't believe that you have to go to college to be successful. I guess that's my, my, uh, I, the best things I got out of my college experience, I'd say number one would be my friends because Mm -hmm. my friends, um, 
they're friends I still have and they're friends that I will probably have for life, um, most likely. Uh, but they have also not only do are they a great source of, you know, friendship and comfort and love, but they're also a great source of job. Yeah, I say you do job. Yeah, you get a really good network when you're in college. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. So if if there is much like me, there's a specialized career you would like to have that does have certain requirements. It behooves you to go to a school for that reason. Yeah. Um, But you know, to that end, it's seek out talented people and that people who love you and who you Mm -hmm. love back. Um. And I also, if you do go the route of taking a gap year of volunteering, that's a good opportunity because, you know, there's a lot to be said about internships and whatnot. And college internships is just most of the time it's just like you're volunteering at a company you really want to work at for school credit. But a lot you can go through most organizations and go volunteer. And if you're interested in medicine, if you're interested in art if you're interested in xyz there's usually a volunteer program Mm -hmm. for that and you can help you know i did this i kind of did it backwards after college i went and volunteered for nine months in la and while it was it was more for with a religious organization not so much a career-minded organization it's still it exposed me to a new culture that i have now fallen in love with i made some very wonderful friends while i was there i did some good self-reflection and some growing while i was there Um, and it was, it, it behooves you to put yourself into environments that you don't have a lot of experience in and it behooves you to go blind into situations sometimes and just to try things that you've never done before. Um, and I would recommend, you know, I think most people more than college, I think should spend a significant amount of their time volunteering or, um, doing some sort of gap year or doing some sort of extended act of service because it grounds you in reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you know, you were talking about your first world problems earlier, you know, you do get to see yeah. how the majority of the world lives if you volunteer in a place that's underdeveloped or has a lack of resources. Um, and if you go outside of your comfort zone or outside of your what you are used to culturally, it exposes you. It just makes you a better person. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met somebody who spent an extended amount of time in, you know, uh, outside their comfort zone who was like, you know, OK, I'm going to go back to how I used to live now where everything was normal and I'm fine. Um, you know, it helps you grow. Yeah. And I think one thing that kids going into college or graduating high school really need to like think about because I feel like I had this mindset that those who are older than me or like in college or parents or anyone older than me kind of like they knew what they wanted and they knew who they were and like everything was set like that is so not the case (laughs) like I have two kids married I still am trying to figure out who I am or like what I'm doing and what my purpose is and I bet you that your parents are the same way they even though you know they're they're older they still not that much older I don't want to get you know offend anyone (laughs) um but they still are trying to figure out who they are you know there's so many different stages of life that don't feel the pressure of I have to know exactly what I want to do for the rest of my life like now that's not the case so I yeah, guess, you know, yeah. I was thinking on it and I remember being in those tail end years of high school and being like, uh, 
you know, all my peers around me were like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted mm-hmm. to go like draw and make comics. And now fast forward past college, past the first few years after college. And I'm just like, I, I want to do other things too. Like, yeah. why can't I? Oh, it's because I have so much debt. Um, I, I, but here's yeah, here's okay. an idea. Instead of going to college, go to your local Capitol building and protest outside of it to have student loan debt canceled across the nation. Because yeah. this is ridiculous. Um, Somebody's at my door. Hello? Oh, it's it's the mid <laughs> yeah, it's the it's mid <laughs> episode. Uh, hey, please welcome Hi. our next guests. Eliana, what are you doing? Why don't you go get daddy? You want a pancake? Cause how many questions did Fiona send us? We might have to split this up. Yeah, like ten of them. So are there um, any we can answer really fast? Um, what is the etiquette regarding gloves and doors? <laughs> <laughs> um, if your hands get sweaty, take them off. Yeah, I think sometimes there, I feel like it's like. I don't know. If you're wearing a Cinderella dress, you might want gloves. If you're a germaphobe, you know? keep them on. Yeah. This world is grimy. If they're satin or lace, keep them on. You look elegant. Exactly. But if you're, if you're sweaty and hot, take them off. I mean, yeah. Okay. That's that. Um, yeah. Personal preference. Check. Yeah. Um, how would you recommend actually learning another language? Duolingo, baby. Yeah. Duolingo. Um, there's uh, so to jump on what I had been talking about when I yeah. lived in Boyle Heights when I first moved to LA, I lived Boyle Heights is a largely Central American community and it's an immigrant community. So most everybody, all my new friends, uh, Spanish was their first language. So mm-hmm. I was just in an environment where I had to sing, you know, seek or swim and I had to start speaking Spanish. So Find people who speak a language you want to speak and have conversations with them and struggle through and kind of trial by fire your way through the language. And uh, there's no better way. That's probably the most easiest and most accessible way is to be gently corrected by whoever you're speaking with. Yep. I agree with that. I want to learn Spanish really bad, so I'm doing the Duolingo. And then I want to teach my kids as well, so... Um, your kids take them either get a get a Latina nanny who can speak Spanish and we actually have an immersion school um, yeah go to immersion school and then I'm talking to a couple other moms I know and we're thinking of maybe hiring like a tutor or like a teacher for like all of our kids that she can teach them all so we're looking into that too but yeah I think that's valuable to learn another language especially Spanish it's very I feel like that one is very handy um, um, piggybacking on the college thing, you know, yeah. if you're going to take a gap year or if you're going to go volunteer, go volunteer if you want to learn Spanish in a Latin American cult- country yeah. and just show up and be like, I'm here to help for the next X amount of months and, uh, uh, hola, como estas? Yeah. Mi nombre Haley. That was bad. Wow. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was me. Yeah, my Spanish is really bad. Okay, um, <laughs> you were gonna laugh at me for that. Okay, um, oh, I just read this synopsis. Synopsis, 
right? Synopsis of your show just now, and I'm and like, bruv, it's being is being a stay at home mom a thing you can still do? I thought the economy outlawed that years ago. I'd really like to be one as well. How do you do it without being a gold digger? <laughs> I like this question. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, you could definitely be a stay at home mom. It's been around for a long time. There is so much like back and forth though with in the mom realm as far as, you know, I don't know if you work to, if you're a working mom, how you spend time with your kids. And then if you're a stay at home mom, how you contributing to your family, both of those are just a bunch of crap. Like if you're a stay at home mom, how are you contributing to your family? You're only I know. contributing to like, your it's family. It's so That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Water <laughs> like, is wet. You're literally, yeah, your whole life is your family. Um, yeah, maybe financially you're not, but there are so many things that you are like, doing. But even though, even as But you mom, are like, contributing financially if you're a stay-at-home mom because like, you're yeah. saving the money that you would spend on a babysitter or a yeah. nanny or a gopher yeah, exactly. or and that's a housekeeper. A huge reason why I actually had to stay home was that, the financial part of that and then working moms like if you make enough money to afford daycare and can do it like your kids are gonna be fine like people are like oh you don't spend enough time with your kids oh gosh they're fine like they get so much interaction at school daycare you come home they're still gonna love you no matter what so yeah that's a bunch of crap oh no my email went away hold on a second um and then <laughs> uh, yeah you can definitely it's not outlawed People do it all the time. Um, and then the gold digger thing. I don't know. I think it just depends how on your is, partner. How, let, let, let's go into how rich Kyle is, I guess. We just got how'd back you, skiing and asked how'd, how'd you go about <laughs> how'd you go about seducing Kyle, Gretchen? Um, so what you need to do money? when you look for a spouse, you just have to get an engineer. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> My sister and I are both married to engineers, and we always talk about that, how yeah, we made engineers on purpose. Anyway, <laughs> um, but no, you come up with a plan. I never feel like a gold digger. I think there were a few times of, like, freak-out moments where I'm like, I'm not contributing. And then it was that whole talk of, yeah, you are, because you're watching our children. And Haley, I'm, I realize I'm talking, I'm moving my phone around. I, I'm very disoriented. I'm having okay, a terrible case of vertigo. <laughs> I, I don't know where hand. I am. Um, I'm trying to find the email. I went away. Um, so yeah, I don't. I, think- well, while you search for the email, I um, I follow a couple of different subreddits on Reddit. Do you ever read that website? I know Kyle probably does. Yeah, I think he does a little bit. I have it just because I forget about it. That's okay. So. You're better off that way. Um, <laughs> it's not that great of a website. Um, uh, but there was, I remember there was like this one advice column where this person, I was in the Catholic dating subreddit because, you know, my, whatever, for no reason other than nothing. Uh, okay. And uh, <laughs> there was 
there was one person who was like, help, I need advice. I'm dating this girl, but she says she just wants to get married so she can do nothing and she doesn't want to work anymore. And she seemed really ambitious before that. But now she says she wants me to ask her to marry her. So then she can just get married and be a stay at home mom and do nothing. And every like every single comment was if she's wants to be a stay at home mom, she's not going to be doing nothing. That's yeah, literally she's one of the in hardest for jobs rude that Yeah, <laughs> it's one of the hardest jobs yeah. that exists because yeah. you're not getting paid. I mean, in in a sense, your husband's payment is split between like you and him, but it's still, um, it's. Yeah, you you don't get paid an hourly rate. You hang out with your children and you make yeah. sure that they're stimulated and you deal with tantrums and illness yeah. and imagine and imagine and your work day, you go into work and you have this immediately. boss that, <laughs> yes, immediately at like 6 a.m. you go into work you, and sometimes you, you get in a house call or you yes. vomit. You go into you go into work when you hear your boss screaming from the other room yeah. because there are they some, hate themselves. Some days your boss can be like a gem, so sweet, and there's other days he's just a little naggy and just won't leave you alone. And just imagine like those fifth, even fifteen minute breaks you get to sit down and like take a breather and eat a snack real quick. That does not exist in this world. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's times that does happen, but oh my gosh, yeah. So just imagine not getting like that lunch break. That doesn't happen unless your kids take <laughs> naps. But I only have one kid that takes a nap right now. So yeah, it was, it was a rough day yesterday. Um, what does it mean if my first crush was Bugs Bunny? Oof, you're definitely a furry. Definitely. Um, Wait, a what? But you also a furry? I don't know what that is. Oh my! <laughs> we just haven't heard that term before. Oh no! I have to explain this to you on our okay. podcast. So you don't have to. I could look it up. Maybe I can Google it right now. No. Is this no. someone who like likes animals? Not like, in not in not in a, sex, a okay not in a sexual way. It's not bestiality. But okay, it's okay. I was like, like, that's the only term I know. I didn't know if that was that. Okay, furries. Furries are fine. They're totally mm-hmm. fine. But they can be like, um, it's just like a we- a weird subculture. For, so furries, furries are like this. They're this subculture, and it's where you wear this kind of giant. Usually, part of participating is it is you have this furry character, and it's usually whatever animal you want it to be. But people tend to do like like dogs and cats and wolves and stuff and you usually you design a large furry costume okay and it's very car- usually kind of cartoony and anthropomorphic so they're dressing up and- as animals yeah okay um for some people it is a definitely a sexual thing but for in my in my experience in like there was like a furry club imagine that there was a furry club at my art school um can you believe it? Wow, uh, I just never, it's usually never it's usually just you know a form of escapism, much like cosplay or any yeah. other okay. nerd culture thing. Um, so yeah, you're more than welcome to search up furries on the that's internet. Okay. That's, that's all I need. It. I got it. Yep. 
Um, okay. Okay. So yeah, she's. Uh, the I I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to. Uh, uh, hate on the furry community because I know they're just having fun. And who yeah. am I? You know, a person who like hyper fixates on nerd culture. I have no right to criticize them. Yeah. Um. And also, I have friends who are furries. Now that I think about it, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It seems pretty um, harmless to me. So, whatever. Um, yeah, it's really if you like, you know, in a sense, a furry is like just a creature that's like an anthropomorphized animal, which is like I said, that's technically Bugs Bunny yeah. is a furry. It's the that's true. Mickey Mouse and all those guys. If you like, you know, that's basically just what furry culture is. Okay. But they, they, it is very easy to make fun of them. And like, like as much as I do love my friends, like who are into furry things, like sometimes it can get a little cringy. But so that's funny. the point. It's um, so funny to know that. I didn't know that was existed or it was a thing. I was when I was fourteen years old. I went to my first anime convention, and my mom chaperoned me there because she's my mom. And at one point, I'm walking up a staircase, and I turn around, and my mom is having a conversation with a furry, like this anthropomorphic fox in a kimono. Yeah. And they're just talking and, like, you know, leading up to this anime convention, my mom had been like very apprehensive about it, and like. But then true to true to true to my mom's form, as soon as she was there, she was, you know, doing whatever she could to be in control and to like just make friends and yeah. be maternal because she's the best mom in the whole wide world. Like, no offense. Um and yeah, you know, no offense to the haters out there, but my mom's the best one. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. okay, so <laughs> should we get back to the question? <laughs> Um, but yes, no, if you, if you, if your first crush was Bugs Bunny, yes, you're a furry, but also you probably have the best sense of humor yeah. in the whole wide world. Yeah. Yeah. Who okay. Was, who was your first, like, cartoon or, like, childhood fictional crush? Okay, well, I was going to follow up with, I remember having, like, a little thing for Simba. Oh, you're definitely a yeah. Furry. So that's I was like, oh, okay, then that that makes sense. But you're like, that's if you had a crush on Simba, you were a jock. Oh yeah, that explains me too. Yeah, you're a jock furry. Oh okay. Um, I remember that. Yep, yep. Oh, and did you ever watch Balto? Oh gosh, I'm totally furry because there's two now. I can think. Of. <laughs> 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 okay, do you remember Balto though? The sh- the movie Balto. Did you watch that? Okay, yes. I remember having things about them. Yes. Yeah, so I'm a furry. Yeah, there you go. I accept that. <laughs> you, you, hear, you heard it here first. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. I'm trying to think if I have any human human and or animation crushes. <laughs> you know? Um, Boy, what about I you? I think my... F- I just had a collective crush on the entirety of Team Rocket from Pokemon. Mm, okay. See, I never like like Jesse okay. and James and Meowth, just all of them. Okay, I was in love with the cons. I wanted to be a member of Team Rocket so badly. Yeah, it was it was a thin line between true love and admiration. I do remember being like eleven and watching Lord of the Rings for the first time and thinking that Legolas was the most beautiful man that ever existed that i know that's technically live action but yeah. that's the first time i could really think about i was like he's the most beautiful that's the most beautiful man wow. that's like the ideal mm-hmm. that's my ideal spout like my ideal type like i'm gonna marry a man someday with a long sheet of beautiful 
hair and pointy ears and he's going to be ethereal and can do magic. And that's yeah. the, that's the apex. Oh, that's wow. the, that's the true, the only true man that exists. Oh man. Yeah. I don't, I think the first time I watched Lord of the Rings might have been with you. No doubt. Every, the first, when I first started watching Lord of the Rings when I was 10, yeah. I literally shoved that movie in every, the face of everybody I knew. And I was like, this is the yeah, best movie sure that exists. Too. And I still stand by that. I still do think that the Lord of the Rings trilogy is probably one of the best films that ever exists. And I would shove it just, I, I remember I invited a girl named Alyssa over to my house for a slumber party in the fourth grade. And we started the first Lord of the Rings movie at like eight at night. And we're fourth graders. We're 10 year olds, maybe nine. No, we're 10 year olds. And I was like, I would stop the movie like every 30 seconds to just explain what was happening. And I'd just be like, (laughs) well, okay. So I know it seems like, like, He's a good guy, but really, Saruman is a bad guy because he's he's serving Sauron, who's one of the mayor, and he's a bad guy. Um, oh wait, no, Sauron <laughs> wasn't a mayor. Exactly how your voice sounded. Uh, yeah, and she's like, uh huh, <laughs> okay. Um, because it was you know it was eleven at night and we were sleepy because we were only little ten year olds. But. What do I do if I'm only attracted to long dead men with pencil mustaches? <laughs> um, listen. Listen, we all go through a phase in our life when we must see a picture of Vincent Price and think, would would I want to get with him? And if you answer no, then you're the outlier. If you answer yes, that is the opinion everybody yeah. should have. He's so pretty. He's so attractive. Like that kind of that like art deco, like thin pencil mustache, like, and you can hear the voice in your head where it kind of sounds like this. Hello, I'm a captain of industry, but I'll treat you with <laughs> dignity and respect, young lady. Would you like a scotch? Care for some opium? Oh, that's so true. Um, I know. Like, absolutely. Again, you keep, pro- the Fiona, you keep posing questions to us that the, these are normal human reactions. Like, yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, of course, you should be in love with long dead men with pencil mustaches. The things that that advertisers try to sell to us as being conventionally attractive, they're not. They're just putting some sort of pushing some sort of capitalist envelope in order to sell amber, Mm. amber crombie and Fitch sweaters, which are bad clothes. (laughs) Bring back men with pencil thin mustaches (laughs) and pomade. Uh, Yeah. Those three-piece suits and the, yeah. A uh, 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 smoking so, jacket. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> That's all I had to say. Um, if you would like, we'll, we might um, answer more of your, you sent us a long list of questions, Fiona. Uh, yeah. We might answer more later. But there's definitely some good ones um, here left. Yeah. If absolutely. you, dear listener, would like to have some of your burning questions answered, please email us at salmonspinster at gmail.com or you can send us a message through Instagram or our Facebook accounts. Or if you know me and Gretchen personally, which our entire audience usually probably does, <laughs> does you can just text <laughs> yeah. us something um yeah that's if fine you want, yeah with a topic or a question let us know if you want to remain anonymous or just leave your name if you just want us to use your name or an alternative yes. name doesn't really matter um but uh yeah that's it that's it we had yeah, this was a powerhouse fun. of an episode well yep. done, Gretchen. So we will try to make this more regular too. I don't. We, that was a big gap between. That's okay. Your kids uh, got episodes, sick. so it's fine. 
Yeah, it was rough. So, um, all right. Well, ta-ta for, out now. for now. Love you. Bye. Bye.